0: This is a Rooster Teeth production.
1: Welcome, everybody, to Wrestling with the Week, a big old blue thunder bomb on the last seven days. I'm your host, James Williams, joined, as always, by Scorpio Sky.
0: Ah, James, what a week!
1: here's the thing before we get started i eric can you come out here real quick yeah yeah what's up i need to talk to you okay can can we
2: confirm Mm -hmm. that i'm safe doing this show oh no 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 that's absolutely no you're i can't i can't imagine did you see what happened i can't imagine that you're safe doing the show i am because i'm technically not i don't have my face on anything i'm not listed i just show up like this and then i disappear into the night so yeah. I'm good. Technically, you're good. You maybe not good. No, not yeah. good. you be careful. I would say you be careful, but okay. I should probably yeah. I should probably get out of here because I don't need to be on this at the top this long. Uh, you know, yeah. not not for any nerve reasons. Don't don't worry about for it. for sure. Yeah, for sure. I uh, don't
0: know what you guys are so afraid of. I am I'm having a great morning. Uh, I'm not home, so I don't have my Nespresso, but I've got a nice little Starbucks. I'm mm-hmm. really relaxed. I don't know, I, for some reason, I'm a little bit more hyped today. I feel so good, man. I feel like, a, I feel like an icon. Yeah, oh. I am just an icon.
1: Yeah, oh I like it. All right, well, so here's the thing. For anyone uh, who's watching and listening, I know we have a, a wide swath of audience, and some people come for the wrestling, and some people come for, for other stuff, too. Um, you, if you're not familiar yet, we're gonna get into it later on in the show um, about why I'm so worried for myself. I'm worried for my friend and co-host Scorpio Sky. Cause I, you know, I just hope that you have surrounded yourself in with good company because I'm getting worried right now. Um, but we also have other stuff they're gonna be talking about this week. We have an awesome interview with Christian Cage. We're gonna be breaking down dynamite and hopefully elaborating on some of the things that really have concerned me. Um, but other than that, Sky. What's going on in your life that isn't putting me in immediate risk?
0: Well, uh, as you can see, I do not have my normal backdrop, mm-hmm. and uh, it's not a wrinkled backdrop, so I'm obviously not in Jacksonville. I am on the road again. I, this is my normal week home, but I'm on the road. I'm in Northern California. I've uh, mm-hmm. been here all week. I've been working on a project that I can't really talk about. I've been on set all day, but I must take a little bit of time here and spend time with our friends wrestling with the week so I'm happy to be here I'm mm-hmm. going home tomorrow even happier about that uh, exciting stuff going on man
1: yeah, it seems like it seems like parts of the world are starting to spin back up again. I, I know you've had to travel to Jacksonville pretty regularly during the last year and everything. But uh, but now it feels like, OK, there's things it's now it's safe to move around and like you can go places and see stuff. So that's that's awesome. I uh, I wish we could talk about the cool stuff that you're doing. But um, I have heard some fun stories. I don't really I don't know how useful it is to tease any of that because you guys are never nope. going to hear it. But Let's um. <laughs> but yeah it's 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 good stuff all around what else is going on what else is going on in the world of Scorpio Sky
0: I uh we, well I don't know if you saw or not mm-hmm. but I kind of beat up a legend last night did you did you did you check that out at yeah. all you, I heel hooked a legend you know like yeah I, I, I killed a legend without an RKO you know what I mean yep. like that was pretty sweet of me right like that was sick man like I told you I told you Mm-hmm. You're not so legendary, tough guy has to carry a bat, and without that bat, you ain't uh, so tough. And so okay. I proved it. I backed up my words. You know what I mean? Because I, I not only not only do I talk that trash, I back that trash up. You know what I mean? Like, you know, you see that play of the words. Girl, mm-hmm. you look good. Won't you back that trash up? I back that huh. trash talk up. You know what I'm yep. saying? I'm feeling yeah, I... good today. I'm activated, baby.
1: You you cupcake. sir. Yeah. Yeah, you this. got a Okay. And it's a sealed cupcake. Yeah. <laughs> Looks like the rose from Beauty and the Beast. Okay. Um They sent uh, it so, to me
0: at the hotel. They were as a thank you for, for beating up that coward.
1: My God. All right. So for anyone who may not be familiar, um, there's a legendary wrestler, okay? And Sky has decided to pick to a show. fight with a yeah, and another legendary wrestler, Sting, been doing this for a really long time, known for being basically two things: great and vengeful. <laughs> and I you were And Sky Howard. No, no, I will not say that. Um, and Sky has decided to pick a fight with Sting. Um, you and your buddy, who, by the way, looked just fantastic, both of you, the style style brothers. You both
0: looked great. <laughs> we're fashion plates. We're fashion plates. We look good, man. I, I, mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I normally don't like to pat myself on the back, but I'm going to bury Horowitz myself a little bit. Google mm-hmm. it. Uh, but, yes, I feel like we're, we're the most stylish. We're the hottest team in the wrestling. Oh, let me scratch that. We're the hottest team in the world today. We're hotter than the Brooklyn Nets. We're hotter than the Jags. We're hotter than the Yankees. We're just the hottest Thing going right now and we've got the style we're fresh we look good Woo! let's go I'm, oh man I, I can hardly sit in my seat i'm so excited oh my
1: god okay well i i just hope you realize that you're putting the your co-host at risk here because i don't know there's a chance he, he this man shows up from the rafters okay and i know yeah i get it that you don't need a bat to beat him up in the ring you've shown that okay but he still uses a bat. And some of us aren't as good as you at defending themselves against immediate physical threat.
0: Fair enough, but mm-hmm. I, will just, I will just say this. Uh, unless you have raptors in your home or studio or wherever you are, uh, he's gonna have to use the front door. So just That's don't true. answer, right? That's you true. know, if, you, That's if you look through the little peephole or if you've got one of those digital things that people have, where you can mm-hmm. see who's at your front door if you see a guy with a trench coat and some makeup on just mm-hmm. uh, just say hey uh you know we're good we already subscribed to the newspaper we don't we don't want it you know and okay he'll gotcha go away eventually i All mean right. he's gonna well, i mean especially if he has like a crutch he's gonna have to put the bat down and get a crutch now right oh my god <laughs> yeah he needs a crutch oh my god okay, we... it's not quite long enough to, to create that I... you know limp you know what they say in the streets right james no, I don't I, of do I look? OK, great. It ain't easy. <laughs> do, do I look
1: like I know what they say in the streets? No, I don't. Uh, all right. Well, I was hoping that we could use the opening of this show to clarify some things and maybe, you know, uh, kind of clean the air out and uh, not feel so guilty about stuff. But I guess that completely backfired in my face. That's fine. Um, let's let's just take a minute back, OK? And let's talk about another wrestler, Christian Cage. Okay? Because we had him on the show this week. It's, it, we did an amazing interview. It's fantastic. And so I think let's hear from Christian Cage. Everybody, I am super excited to welcome our guest this week He is a man who I have been watching for longer than I'd care to admit because it makes me feel old, but uh, he is a legend of this sport. He is, in my opinion, one of the hardest-working wrestlers in the whole industry. Um, Decades of experience. Christian Cage, thank you so much for joining us.
3: Thanks for having me, and I think in a a strange way, you just called me even older because you said you felt old watching me. So imagine how old I feel now that you were watching me and you feel old. (laughs) Now I feel super old.
1: Yeah, I guess guess that kind of makes... But here's the thing. It's always
0: good to start off on the bad foot here.
1: (laughs) Here's the thing. Let me just say this. Here's the thing. You'd never know it. I have to say it because you'd never know it, okay? Because, like, honestly, like, something we want to talk about is you're with AEW, and you've already had two incredible matches. Like, these are some of the best matches that I've seen in AEW, and I've been watching since the beginning. Two incredible matches. You're a workhorse in the industry, so, you know... What made you decide to choose AEW as the place you wanted to go and, and show your stuff? Cause you still got it. That's the thing.
3: Well, I appreciate that. It uh, means a lot. And you know, I wouldn't have attempted coming back uh, you know, the way I have been gone for seven years, but the way that my career had ended never really sat right with me. And I think when you get a, um, an opportunity, this has been, this is a gift for me, this last part of my, of my uh, career here, like, um, I, I didn't expect this to happen at all. I got asked so many times over the, over the years. You ever think there's a chance you come back? Every chance, and the honest answer was no. I didn't think it was going to happen. But when this all kind of went down, and like I said, I viewed this as a gift, as as something I wasn't expecting to happen. Knowing that, I couldn't take it lightly. You know, I couldn't come back and you know smack my chest and look for my peeps and just do a few moves that that I'm known for doing, and then mm-hmm. call it a night if I was gonna come back and do this even at 47 years old, I was gonna come back and do it and be just as good if not better than what I was when I left because Mm -hmm. um, I couldn't do that to myself and more than that I couldn't do it to the fans. So um, that's how I I viewed it coming back and I came back with that work ethic that you see it on the t-shirt, outwork everyone. And that's uh, honestly um, from the moment I got cleared and started um, kind of getting physically right uh, Mm -hmm. in the right kind of shape to come back that was my mindset that I was just going to put in, put in that work and, uh, and get back and be better than, than I'd ever been before.
0: Yeah. Let me jump in here, James. Uh, actually, because I want to ask about that. Like, uh, I, I didn't even know how old you were, you know, like 47, like you look great for 27. Yeah, like, I mean, you truly look phenomenal. So, um, I was, I'm curious as to like, what was that work like, getting back in the gym, getting back in the ring, rolling around and, and getting yourself back to, I mean, there's nothing like ring shape for people that don't know. I mean, like you can get on a treadmill, you can go through hit training all you want. Like there's nothing like getting back in the ring. So if you can talk about that a little bit for us.
3: Yeah, and I've always said that too, like ring shape and being in shape are two completely different things like you just said. But uh, for me, um, you know, like I said, I, I was happily retired. Um, I thought that this chapter of my life um, was over. And, you know, I still went to the gym. I didn't really like kind of push it like I had in the past. And, um, you know, I kind of just ate what I wanted to eat, you know, and uh, you know, I, I keep saying like, what's better than half a box of cheese that's sitting on the couch at night? A whole box of cheese. its <laughs> That was kind of like my thing, right? <laughs> and I was, so I was just, ha- you know, kind of eating whatever I wanted. And like, you know, when the, you're in the mid pandemic and you're locked down and it's kind of like, what else am I going to do? I'll just eat for comfort or whatever, mm-hmm. whatever it was, you know? And, and yep. and. You know, I'm not saying I was in terrible shape, but if I was at a dad bod pool party, I was probably like top five dad bods, right? Nice. <laughs> yeah. if. So, if there was five other dads there. <laughs> but like, so, you know, I, I realized there was, there was going to be some, some work to do. And when I got the clearance to come back, um, it w- I went with the mindset of, I can't, whether it was WWE or AEW or wherever it was going to be, um, I, I couldn't go and say, hey, I got cleared, give me a job, and I'll go get ready to come back. Mm-hmm. I had to get ready. I had to to get the get everything dialed in and and look the part, and then come and say, "Hey, this is the package that you get." So that mm-hmm. was my mindset from the day that I got cleared. So, um, uh, Edge had hired um, a nutrition company actually out of Tampa called Nutrition Solutions, and they did wonders for. For him, when he was coming back, mm-hmm. and so I talked to them, and I, I thought I knew something about, and I wish I'd known this stuff like 20 years ago in the prime of my career. Like, I thought I knew how to how to eat, and I had no clue how to eat. Mm-hmm. And so they just kind of d- just put my diet right on point where it needed to be, um, the exact nutrition that I needed throughout the day, um, at the right and the right times to eat. And you know, they started opening gyms back up at that point in time, so I went to the gym, but. I couldn't get into it, like wearing the mm-hmm. face mask. And I was like paranoid about people getting close to me or near me. And I was like constantly looking over my shoulder, like, mm-hmm. you know, who's breathing over. It. <laughs> and I, I just, I felt like I was going to the gym just to try to get out of the gym. Like it mm-hmm. was, I was like, I'm not really accomplishing anything here. So I put just a basic little gym in my garage. And um, I just started doing the work there. I went back to like basic movements. And um, mm-hmm. uh, in Florida, you know, I started this in like August late Mm -hmm. july august and uh no sorry it was probably like earlier in july but the um you know 100 plus degree heat in that garage it was like like, it was like an internal struggle it was like a fight against myself to stay out there and finish these workouts but i was i felt like it was what i needed and it was like the solitude that i needed to get in the right headspace to come back and it said it was Mm -hmm. like a fight against myself it was a fight against this heat and I wanted to win that battle every single day, and it made me go out there to the garage and 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 put that work in. And then, when you see a little bit of results, it motivates you to want to see more results. And and so mm-hmm. I wasn't even concerned about getting back in the ring at that time. Mm-hmm. And um, <clears throat> so I had gotten up to Edge has a ring up at his place, so very few people knew that I was cleared. So I called him and said, "Hey, why don't I just drive up there?" Mm-hmm. So I, I drove up the nine hours and uh, spent a couple days at his place and. I got in the ring and for probably about 45 minutes hit the ropes. I didn't do a match or anything like that, but I hit the ropes, took some bumps, mm-hmm. rolled around a little bit, just getting a feel for it. And man, I was like really sore. Like my neck was sore, um, all those kinds of things. So then I was like, well, I think what I need to do is concentrate on getting physically back looking the way that I want to look. Mm-hmm. Get that part right. Cause if I'm consistently getting in the ring and trying to work out, there's a chance that I could, you know, put myself back if I got, if I end up like, having like little nagging injuries or whatever that comes, comes along with being in the ring. So I thought I would get physically right. And then I would have, well, when something happens, I'll probably have like a month, six, eight weeks to kind of get back in the ring Mm -hmm. and put that time in. Didn't exactly end up that way. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You know, I got, I got, I got right. And then, um, uh, you know, I, I brought it to WWE's attention that I'd been cleared and, um, they sent me up to another specialist up in Pittsburgh. I saw. I went on my own in, mm-hmm. in Tampa, and got the clearance. So obviously, they wanted to know further from their end, so they sent me up to Pittsburgh. And I did this like very thorough um, testing that was uh, probably about five hours long. And hmm. I saw about three or four different specialists. They put me through a full hour long workout. It was so thorough. And um, uh, you know, when they they kind of gave me that clearance, and then it was kind of we started talking from there, and then. Next thing you know, we're in the holidays, holidays pass, you know, we're into January. Mm-hmm. And it was a Friday night and the Royal Rumble was on Sunday. I get a phone call at 7.30 on Friday night saying, hey, would you uh, be able to do the Rumble? Oh, wow. <laughs> yes. we, need a, we, need a, we need a big surprise in the Rumble. Would you be able to do it? And I'm like, mm-hmm. well, this is January. I hadn't been in the ring since the end of June, <laughs> early July, whatever it was. And before that it had been seven years. Oh, my mm-hmm. God. Yeah, all right. Let's do it. I mean, what's you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> i always kind of bet on myself. Uh, previous, to, I was like, hopefully, it's like riding a bike. So, and also, you know, to be honest, like the rumble is it's not like going out and wrestling a singles match. You know, there's mm-hmm. it's um, it's a it's a different animal on its own. But it was still kind of like, man, you know. So, you know, they had um, you know rings set up in the in the back and all that stuff. But I couldn't even go get in the rings during the day because I was a surprise. Mm-hmm. So um, when the match started, I didn't get into my gear until um the match before was going in the ring and then i got my gear and I came out and everybody's like oh my god are you kidding me and i was like yeah, it's happening so then <laughs> when the match started i was like oh i better go get in the ring get a little feel for this so i went in the ring i hit the ropes about five times i took about five bumps and i was like that's gonna have to do it and i went out mm-hmm. and did the match <laughs> so, oh, so the, crazy, um, yeah and then, but i noticed too like when i got myself physically back um in the right shape i wasn't as sore like, mm-hmm. my body, like, I really, like, conditioned my body the right way and took the time to do that, and I noticed that I was not sore at all like I was earlier. Um, and then <clears throat> before, so then everything happened, and then, like, you know, coming to why I chose AEW, I'm um, getting on that question that seemingly was an hour ago that now I've rambled on. Yeah, it's great. Is, <laughs> yeah. It's super, it's super it, interesting. But with the, so, you know, I, I was I was having some discussions with you know, with, with WWE and stuff like that. And, um, you know, John Moxie's a really close friend of mine and we were talking and he's like, you're a free agent. Like, why would you not explore all your options? And I was like, ah, I don't know. I never really, I guess, thought about it that way. He's like, you're doing yourself a disservice if you don't at least have a conversation with Tony. Like, why don't you just talk to him? Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? You're right. I should, at this stage, like, this is going to be my final chapter here and I need the best platform for me to not only do my best work, but kind of, I want to help the generation, coming up and past the knowledge that I've gained along as well. And, mm-hmm. um, where's, where am I, where's, where can I go that I will be able to, to, to use that to, to the fullest capabilities. So, mm-hmm. um, I thought about it for like a night and then I text John. I was like, yeah, tell, tell Tony if he, if he wants to have a conversation with me, I'd love to talk to him. So we mm-hmm. connected and we talked for two hours and, hmm. um, he told me what he thought I could bring to the table and I told him what I thought I could bring to the table. and. Um, more than anything, he sold me on him as a person. He's a genuinely good human being. And um, I appreciated that so much, having that that, that talk with him. And um, I, I pretty much knew after that conversation that that um, this was going to be the place for me. And mm-hmm. uh, it came together really quickly. And uh, um, the moment I walked through those doors and met every single person on the roster, it solidified my decision. Um, mm-hmm. I can't say enough about the uh, the... the the real team feeling, um, behind the scenes here. And, uh, that goes a long way with me as well.
1: I mean, you talk about like all the work you put in the gym and like all that drive that you had in terms of like you at AW, what are certain things you want to accomplish? Like what are goals that you've set for yourself that you're like, I'm here. I, I want to, I want to make an impact. How am I going to do that?
3: Yeah. Well, more than, anything, like I said before, this is, this is a gift for me, I, I feel mm-hmm. like. So, um, I, I just I wanna go out there and have quality matches. I wanna tell quality stories with my matches. And you know, I'll take it as far as I can go. And if that means um main eventing for for a the um for a title, then then that's where we get to. That's always the goal. You always wanna be recognized as the best. And um I've always put a lot of pressure on myself um to do that. I've always carried a bit of a chip on my shoulder to um to to wanna be the best and and um but it's also a very young roster and Mm -hmm. I see so much potential and excited. Like I I got to wrestle, you know, Will Hobbs last night on dynamite and that was a huge thrill for me. And Mm -hmm. like that is as exciting for me as wrestling in a main event for a title at this point, going out there and just the thirst for knowledge that I see on this roster, um, is exciting to me. So I just, I, I want to accomplish personal goals, but I also want to help this, um, this roster grow and uh, realize their full potential.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like, um, we've obviously had a lot of guys come in, uh, and and like I don't you know get up or mark out for almost anybody. But the moment I heard that you were coming in, I, I I just I mean I was I was overjoyed. And the first thing I thought was just like, God, I hope I get to work with him. Because what a lot of people have to understand is like for years and years, whether it be through. Frankie Kazarian, or other guys I know, or if you look at interviews with guys, you know, legends like Randy Orton, they have all said that Christian is one of the best minds like the wrestling business has ever seen. And uh, seeing you work with like a Will Hobbs, and then um, also Frankie Kazarian, which was a match that I mean, I, I I've already told you how much like that's a match that a lot of people, whether it be you're trying to get into the business or you are already training, you're early in your bit, uh, in, um, your wrestling days, or even if you've been around for 10 plus years, like if you watch that match, you should study it because they just did so many little things and every moment they had was a moment. Mm-hmm. And so that, that was something that I appreciated. And, and, um, Really happy to have you here. Uh, I think you, the, the thing about it that's super cool is you didn't come in and say, like, yeah, I just, I want to go straight to Moxley. I want to go straight to Kenny. You mm-hmm. are wrestling the Will Hobbs. You are res- wrestling the Frankie Kazarians. And, um, you know, like going back to what he was saying, like, what is like that ultimate goal? Do you want to be world champion again? Do you want to be on top? Um, are you kind of done with that? And now you just kind of want to, like, just put on those solid matches every week. Like
3: what is the ultimate goal here? Yeah, of course. I mean, you know, we all have, have an ego to, to some uh, extent and you know, I, like I said, I wouldn't be coming back if I, if I couldn't be the best version of myself. And obviously, you know, if I get a chance to, to carry that title at some point, that'd be great. I, I, I do have aspirations and goals to, to work in the main event. And, but like, you know, I mean, I I want to earn it. I don't want to just mm-hmm. be, be handed it on what I've accomplished in the past. That's, that's different. I'm in. I'm, I'm in AEW, and uh, uh, I, I said I want to earn my stripes. I don't want anything handed to me. So I'm fine with that.
1: Well, let me ask you. Sky was kind of alluding to it, but like I feel like you are someone who pops up in a lot of uh fans dream matches you versus you versus and i think that's really cool but i'm just curious for you are there people that you've seen that you've kind of gotten to know on the aw roster um and you can include sky in this please well i I told him i
3: i told him right (laughs) off the bat when one of the initial conversations i had with tony khan i said i want want to work with scorpio sky i see a ton of potential in him and that was one of the first names that i said to him and uh i told him that um and that's the honest truth and But, you know, you think about, like, to be honest, like the first night I was on Dynamite, it was just going out and kind of doing that face-to-face with Kenny. Like, okay, Mm -hmm. we're going to, at some point, we'll do this down the road. But it was a little bit of a tease, like what could happen. Mm -hmm. And I think that was kind of a big moment in the sense of, man, who would have ever thought a year ago that we'd see, first of all, Christian back in a ring, second of all, in an AEW ring, third of all, in an AEW ring face-to-face with Kenny Omega. Like, I mean Mm – it's a pretty big moment. So, you know, I think you, you talk about that. And then, I mean, obviously, you have guys like the Young Bucks who were obviously heavily influenced by the Hardy Boys and also Edge and Christian. You think it's somehow, some way we'll end up in a tag match with those guys. Um, you know, I was so happy to have my first match with Frankie. I wouldn't have wanted it with anybody else. Um, he's one of my close friends. And for as, as much as I've been kind of painted with the underrated brush throughout my career... And people, you know, say that to me all the time, and I appreciate them saying it. And my response is, I'd rather be underrated than overrated. Mm-hmm. So, um, but Frankie very much to me is an underrated guy. Um, mm-hmm. So, just to go out there with him, with in my first match, and want to do something special, and remind the world to just how damn good he is, mm-hmm. and um, hopefully ignite something within within him as well that you know he can do this at a high level. And the goal was for both of us to come out of that match looking better than we went um, going into it. And I think we accomplished that. So, um, but then I look at you know a guy like Darby Allen who who main evented last night. I mean, that kid's special too. And you know Jungle Boy is going to be he's going to be great. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, MJF, like the list goes on. Um, mm-hmm. It's uh, uh, that uh, Ricky Starks mm-hmm. kid's got a ton of talent too. Will Hobbs like. There's all these, it's kind of a whole, it's a blank canvas here for me. It really is. There's there's so yeah. much untapped potential. And, um, you know, it's, and like I said, the, the thirst for knowledge, and there's so much room, um, and myself included. Like, you never stop learning. You learn every time you go out in the ring. And it's not even so much the moves. It's the things you do in between the moves. And that's mm-hmm. that's what um, I think going to help elevate people.
1: Right now, as it stands, you're kind of, you know, obviously – By my prompting i'm seeing who you want to wrestle but like right now as it stands in aw you're kind of like on an island standing alone and i think it's a great place for you but down the line could you see yourself you know do you see people like oh i'd love to work alongside that person this person would be a great tag partner or this is the kind of person i'd want in my corner as i'm going into a match is there are there standouts for allies that you see in uh, aw
3: uh i haven't really thought about that yet because you know just kind of coming in and getting reestablished and um you know get my my game back too. you know um, these are mm-hmm. these are important reps for me to get as well like as I get more matches under my belt and uh, um, so um, yeah I mean there's always like you know a guy like Chris Jericho who we've teamed so many mm-hmm. times in the past you know yeah, might, yeah. Might revisit that at some point you never know so uh, yeah um, but no I haven't really thought about it at this point it just I'm just trying to get acclimated like I said kind of earned my stripes here
0: mm-hmm uh during your time where you, you were out were you watching wrestling were you watching aew like is that something that you kind of made a point to keep up with or just enjoyed in general
3: yeah and you know there was times where i've been asked why, why did not you become a producer or an agent or whatever and it's like when something is taken away from me like that it was hard to get close to it because it, it was, it's hard to explain but um i, I just couldn't get let, allow myself to get too close to it like that and and Um, and also I'm a bit of a control freak when I'm in the ring, I can control everything that happens. And when you remove from that, it's like, ah, you know what I mean? It's so, it's like, Mm -hmm. I I just, I I couldn't get that close to it if that makes any sense at all. Um, but yes, I watched everything. And, um, without a word of line, I told this to Tony when I talked to him on the phone, like I watch AEW every, every Wednesday night and, Mm -hmm. um, I wanted to know what's going on. And, um, yeah, I just I try to support everything. So and I obviously have friends in, in both companies, so I, I'd like to watch what my friends are doing, too. And uh, I'm just I'm at, at the the root of it all.
1: I'm a fan. One of the fun things about this show is, you know, we obviously talk about wrestling. Um, <clears throat> Sky is in that world and I am a fan of that world. Um, but we also talk about a lot of things that are around it, like the things like Sky likes to do after he wins a ladder match is go shopping for shoes. Are there these, (laughs) do you have like, do you have these like, uh, reprieves, like things that you like to do that decompress you or even prep you for like a match or like, what are the things outside of wrestling
3: that you like to do that kind of add to the experience? Um, you know, like one thing I I actually, I I like it, but I hate it is running. And I started doing it years ago and I had a shoulder injury and I couldn't lift weights or anything like that. And, um, I was like, maybe I'll go for a run. Mm-hmm. And I had these old running shoes and I put them on. My legs were killing me the next day. I could barely walk. And I was like, man, that sucked. I got to do it again. And cause <laughs> like my, my time was so bad. I could barely, you know, I could, yeah, I, don't yeah. think, I don't think I could. And then, so I started getting better and better. And i downloaded this app on my phone. And, um, I was in, uh, rehab getting my, my shoulder worked on. And Santino Morella happened to be in there the same time I was getting some work done as well. And, um, uh, We started talking about running and he's he's weird with like knowing like stats that don't like you know what I mean? He just has like random information in his head. Me too. Yeah, that's me as well. So (laughs) so, so we're talking and like he's like, What's your time? And I told him my time, he goes, Oh man, that's a that's a competitive 5k time. I was like, What? He goes, Oh yeah, the competitive five K time is like two point one between two point one like whatever it was the the pace Mm -hmm. or whatever. And I was like, So I look at my app and I was like, Man, and I was very close to it. So now in my head I'm like, well, I need to, to be in this top percentile for 5k running. And so I was dead set on doing that, and it's just like, but it's just become like part of my routine. I like to do a few times a week. I like to put my head like the solitude of it too. Put some headphones on and go out and just kind of think and get some fresh air and run and um, the kind of same thing internal struggle where it's, it makes me uncomfortable, but there's something rewarding about it when it's over. So I enjoy running. Um, you know, I, I just enjoy spending time with my daughter at this point and and uh, just hanging out more. I guess a homebody, and I like going out for for nice dinners and things like that. And just, I'm I'm pretty, pretty low key person, actually.
0: Just listening to the the idea of like, man, that sucked. I got to do it
2: again.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I know. That's such an athlete type of like, that's like, that's such a like a professional athlete quote. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like you can hear a LeBron James or a Kobe Bryant saying things like that. Um, Are you into like sneakers, video games, anything like that? So
3: I I was a really big gamer until I had a kid and then I stopped playing video games. And that makes kind of no sense. But maybe Mm -hmm. now that that she's seven, I should try to uh, um, maybe get her back into it. Maybe I'll I'll pick gaming up again. But uh, I started taking that a little too serious as well because like I was – and Samoa Joe likes to tell this story um, that uh, I realized I had a problem – when i was well i was world ranked like top 10 in top spin 2 and wow <laughs> yeah and so what a what a game yeah. to be ranked in <laughs> yeah so uh, one day i caught myself and i was in a legit argument on the headset with like probably like a 12 year old kid <laughs> and we're arguing mm-hmm. over like a point or something like that and i'm like what am i doing like i'm, I'm arguing <laughs> over like what's what's happening here <laughs> you know
0: so like, i kind of retired At that moment, Mm -hmm. Frankie always tells me a story about like he was playing Madden, uh, and like you get super into Madden, a football game, and he was playing against like his his six year old nephew or something, and the nephew was beating him, and he called him like a little bitch.
3: (laughs) (laughs) That's
1: Listen, games bring out the best and worst in people. I I for sure know. We talked to we talked to Sky a lot about how never previously a gamer you were actively anti-games for the majority of your life and only recently through like nba 2k have been like oh yeah video games like i'm into this
0: yeah i was uh i i like he said i was kind of almost an anti-gamer like i just didn't like video games at all until the pandemic happened and you're just home and we were on lock lockdown to where like you can't even really go outside and i'm a huge basketball fan and i missed the nba and so i picked up a controller and i was playing nba 2k and i'm a addicted to yeah, it, so it now like i just i
3: can't yeah mm-hmm. well grand theft auto 4 i was super into that as well and uh you know i did the whole 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 game beat it and i was like well i'll do the story the other way this time so i'd go back and then i'd do it and i'd pick the different route that i didn't go the first time it was like yeah you know or i was i was big into the, the hitman video game as well but i would never choose a weapon because like you're supposed to be stealth right so i yeah, would always yeah. like when you could pick a, i was like i don't even want to have the option to use it you know i got it yeah, so I, <laughs> that sounds I don't know. So I crazy. I I'm, not,
1: I'm not trying yeah. to open up old wounds, but there is a new Hit Command game that came out recently. Oh, really? And it's real good. Oh, I, I cool. played through the whole thing, um, and it is real good, and it's, like, episodic, but then it's, the way, it's exactly what... It might be the worst. I probably shouldn't be telling you this, but um, it you basically can run through a mission. And you're like, boom, you're in this skyscraper in Dubai. And then you go do the thing. But as soon as you do it, then it unlocks like five new ways. Like, where do you want to start? What costume do you want to wear? And then you can basically like, there's, you can kill the guy by walking up to him and like smashing a vase over his head or, yeah you can put a bomb inside of a golf ball and then get him to go hit the golf ball and then it blows stuff up so wow. i'm just saying i'm not trying to open up the old wounds but maybe yeah. you, maybe you maybe. give your daughter a controller make her think she's playing but then you actually have the controller yeah. behind her and then uh, i'm not sure I'll let her play hitman but <laughs> <That's> uh... <right. laughs> That is great. I mean, it it has been awesome having you on uh, and talking with you about all this stuff. Uh, we'd we'd love to have you back. And just again, as a fan, it's awesome. Wait, before before
0: you, you wrap it, I got to hear yeah. about this movie. Oh, oh yeah, like, yeah. You got you got to tell me about yeah. it. because I didn't even know. So like, can we talk about that?
3: Oh yeah. So I I uh, we were talking about before we came on here that I I executive produced a movie called Cage Fighter um, that came out um, uh, last year and. Um, it was, I had done an independent movie, um, a few years ago up in Canada. And from that, the producer of that movie was friends with the producer of this movie. And there was obviously the, the, the premises, um, a pro wrestler crosses over in MMA and fights their champion. And, but it's, uh, he's like, Oh, well, Jay. And he's like, Jay, he's like, oh okay, he's Christian. He's like, Oh man, I'm a huge fan. He's like, yeah, he's, you know, she pass the script on to him and let him read the, the, the. You know, read it, and maybe can give you some pointers on, on how legit, like, the, the wrestling part of the script is. So um, I was flying... I, I live in Tampa, so I was flying into Tampa, and this producer, a uh, guy named Shane Putzlocker, he um, was flying out of Tampa. He was there for a small film festival. So it, we, it just happened that we he was taken off, and I was landing, so we kind of met for a quick coffee in between, talked for about 15 minutes. He handed me the script, and then I made some notes... And I called him and gave him the notes. And then he called me back and he's like, Hey, would you want to come on board and, as a executive producer on this? And I was like, Well, I don't know what I'm doing, but he's like, No, just do what you what you are doing. And, and I was like, Well, yeah, why not? Like it's, it sounds like a cool, like new challenge, something that I've never done before, and kind of gave me a new appreciation for the other side of of how the like, you know, how this you know, film kind of develops from its infancy on and uh, mm-hmm. not bad to have on a resume either. So Um, and then I was also, you know, I read the character and, you know, he had a couple people in mind for the character of the rest of the wrestler in the movie. And I was like, no, I said, there's only one guy that that can play this part in my mind. And it was John Moxley. And, uh, uh, he had a phone conversation with him. He's like, yeah, that's the guy. And I was like, here's the thing though, with him, I was like, the words in the script are great. It was kind of like, you know, what, what you'd expect a wrestler to say. And I was like, if you want to get takes with that dialogue, do it. I was like, but you're gonna get the best out of him if you give him basically a blueprint and let him go and turn the mm-hmm. camera on. You're gonna get some authentic, great stuff. And mm-hmm. he ad libbed. I would say 95 percent of his hmm. dialogue in the movie. So that's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. He did really great. It's really cool. I
1: I love that you stepped into that situation, going like, oh, I don't know anything about this, and then provided what sounds to be like some of the most valuable feedback to making the movie feel more genuine and like, like making it an even better product.
3: <laughs> well, I'm, I'm a big believer in like the only way you can get better is to surround yourself with people that are better than you. And mm-hmm. that's what I liked about doing this. Like I have no idea about being a producer, but everybody on, uh, in in this room does. And I will mm-hmm. learn something from all of them because they're better at it than I am. So, mm-hmm. um, and in turn, that'll give me extra tools you know, in the toolbox for whatever here in the future. So that's just the way that I look at it. I always try to, to, to surround myself with people that are better than me. That's awesome. That's great.
1: Um, honestly, like it has been awesome having you on and talk to you about everything. I don't know how you have the time, um, (laughs) to all these things. I'm always, I'm always blown away. Like even with sky when he talks about how much he travels, but then also accomplishes with all of that. It's, it's super impressive. And honestly, I love seeing you back in the ring. I appreciate it. Matches. That means a lot. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. And and I can't wait to see what else you do. I'm going to quietly keep my fingers crossed for that uh, Scorpio Sky Christian Cage match. It'll happen. It'll happen. Me. Yeah. I can't wait. Yeah. Sky, unless I team any up, final unless thoughts?
3: You were asking about tag team partners unless I team up with them. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Get ready.
0: <laughs> I, I'd be good with either one of them. Yeah, I t- I'll tell you what. One of my uh, – the guy I broke into the business with, his name was Rick. He was my original tag team partner, and him and I – would literally walk around uh, high school and we would pretend to be edge and Christian. And like people <laughs> thought we were like nerds because mm-hmm. of, like, they did, yeah. like just, you know, was, we were, well, the but the yeah, we leather were... trench coats. Didn't help. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. I wore the netted shirt. No, yeah. sorry. Oh, no, okay. like, All right. <laughs> no, fair. but I'm a huge fan. Um, so thank you again for for doing this uh not only a legend but currently one of the best wrestlers in the world today Christian Cage appreciate mm-hmm. you doing doing this and being here.
3: No, oh, thanks for having me guys. I really appreciate it.
0: Thank you.
1: This episode of Wrestling of the Week is brought to you by Gabby. When it comes to car and home insurance, don't we deserve a little bit better? I know I do. I put my policy to the test and turned to Gabby. They literally stand for Get a Better Insurance. Getting better insurance with Gabby means a better price for the same insurance coverage. Who knew something like this even existed? They are the one true comparison platform with real rates. They give you an apples-to-apples comparison of your current coverage with 40 of the top insurance providers like Progressive, nationwide travelers all in one place. Gabby is fast and easy. When you check out the website, you'll get a bunch of quotes comparing uh, what you're paying for now um, to what you could be paying in an instant. Uh, It's nice to know for me personally uh, that the rate that I'm getting on my insurance is the best rate I can possibly get. And if that ever changes, I can switch in an instant. Gabby made it super easy to do just that. Um, Use your current information to get started and in just minutes, you'll be able to see quotes for the exact same coverage you currently have and it's free to use gabby customers save 961 dollars per year on average and they'll never sell your info so no annoying spam calls or robots put your policy to the test just like i did get a better insurance with gabby it's totally free to check out there's no obligation go to gabby.com slash week that's g-a-b-i.com slash w-e-e-k gabby.com slash week all right it's time to get into it, the thing that I've been most afraid of because I don't want to give you any more time to discuss it. It's time for our dynamite recap. Let's do it. Right now, hot tag. All hey right. I'm, Eric, I'm get, get out here. I'm okay, here. Well, Erica I was Eric.
2: hiding. I was Here's the thing. I was hiding. I know you were. I know Look, the thing we're leading off with is going to make it's making me nervous cuz I have to talk about it. When you talk about it, it's fine. Nobody's
1: so bird okay i wasn't weren't you the one who got started. the hashtag
2: going last week
1: uh, who coward. can
2: say who can assign blame on any one particular producer on any one particular hot ha- hashtag uh a uh, hashtag sting is a coward uh i don't you know i can't say one way or the other uh anyway <laughs> we should definitely get into this hot tag segment so that way uh he doesn't beat me up with a bat so okay. guys, uh the first thing i have listed here Darby squeaks out a win against 10, oh no. And then Sky and Ethan Page lay out Darby and the Coward Sting, who wrote this? James must have read this. You wrote this, you wrote this. uh, The the show ends with a heel hook on the Cowardly Stinger as Lance (laughs) Archer runs in to chase off uh, Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page. What's next for uh, Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky and the man they call Sting? <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, listen. I'm, I want to tag in on this for a second. Mm-hmm. I, I, I know I've said my piece. I, I, I you know, obviously, I at the top of the show, I said I was right. I said that you know he's a coward and he's not as tough without the bat. But one thing I want to address is this: is Lance Archer, this big goof man, this Mark <gasps> for Sting, always wants to run in. Stick his nose in the business and that other goof with the stupid mask, 10. Those two guys, they are asking for trouble. So all they need to do is stay in the back, mind their own damn business, or they're going to find themselves in a, on a nice gurney laid up next to Sting and Darby Allen. Mark my words. And we might be sitting here next week talking about how I beat Lance Archer up. So you stay in the back, you big goof you nerd you stay in the, in the back and mind your own business and you two 10 and all the other dork order mark order stupid jerks all right get done tagging
1: out I, I all right i just can i just real i'm just real quick just to tag in just to throw in a couple chops here you uh-huh. know what darby had a great match he always squeaks these out he's a fighting champion and i'm very proud of what he's done with that title so far Tag out. Oh,
2: Princess Pride. Boo. Boo.
0: Princess. Bride.
1: <laughs> you can't shout out the name of the thing you're referencing <laughs> for <before> your. <referencing.
2: laughs> I can do whatever I want. I'm an icon. It's true. The icon sky uh, that now I'm worried that we're going to get beat up by Lance Archer and 10. Uh, Jesus. Idiots. oh God. All right. Oh my God. Let's move so on.
1: It's like the biggest th- people in an a w. Don't
2: show, don't show him sipping his coffee like that. (laughs) We're done for! He's gonna get us Uh, all killed. (laughs) 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 All right, look, we have to move on so we don't get beat up. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Our second, uh, Britt Baker is the number one contender for the Women's Championship, and she's letting everyone know about it. She cut a promo talking about how she's coming with the Ishida. Will Britt Baker take the AEW Women's Championship? From Hikaru Shida. Hot tag! Give it to oh, me.
1: All right. I said it last week and I'm gonna say it again. All right. I guess I have a thing about backing heels. I'm okay with that. I love Sky, but I also think Britt Baker, she's getting a lot of flack for just telling the truth. And that shouldn't be the problem. What's the problem? You look at the stats. You point at it any other time where someone has come after a title this hard that hasn't had the stats to prove it, okay? She has the stats to prove it. She's, she's the winningest contender. I, I mean, I don't, know what, I don't know what you want to say. And everyone is like, oh, what's her whole deal? What's her whole deal? The deal is she's earned it, okay? By fighting to the top. So give her the opportunity. And Sheeta, it was a great run, but I think it's time for the DMD.
2: Man, that's that, it. That's a, I mean, that was... Sky almost just, touched just, into that. It's cupcake. science, it's science. I mean, Am it's I science. Am not muted anymore? no no you're unmuted we got
1: you going mm. all right we <laughs> Jeez. Had, i feel like we should have muted this guy a while ago because we're <laughs>
2: <laughs> big Man, trouble that's, that's big two trouble. weeks in a row where you're really backing Britt baker that is it's people still don't understand that it's
1: the stats okay so uh-huh. often, so often, it, you know, you go by feeling tag. or, okay, all right, whatever. All right, what yeah, the hot happening? tag's over.
2: Yeah, yeah all right. hot tag's over. Oh, we have to, we have to move on, guy. All yes. right, yeah. guys, it's coming up very soon. I can't wait. This is going to be insane. Blood and guts. Ooh. We saw a parlay last night. The pinnacle, the inner circle. The pinnacle has the advantage in blood and guts. I believe it's next week. Uh, who you got? Who's walking out successfully? Who's leaving on a gurney? Is there any strategy that should be kept in mind for a blood and guts matchup?
0: I am going to tag in on this blood and guts. Uh, Sting and Darby have one and they don't have the other, but that's neither here nor there. We're gonna get into this match. I'm I'm super excited about it. Uh, Two rings, these two stables, these two groups, this whole thing with MJF and Jericho has been building and building for a long time. These guys can't wait to get their hands on each other. It's gonna be exactly what, it, what it's, uh, it's advertised to be. There's gonna be blood. There's a lot of talent on both sides. I cannot tell you who's going to win this match. I don't know who's going to survive this match, but it's going to be special. Tag out.
1: Yeah, I I can't wait to see it either. You know, I'm just gonna, again, just a quick tag in here. I think it's gonna be an incredible match. And I do think it's fun that we can have a parlay which is essentially just people insulting each other. Doesn't feel very productive as a parlay at all, but, um, uh, but it made for damn good entertainment.
2: Yeah, they, it's, these guys have been at each other's throats for weeks, and it's really exciting that we're finally getting, it's a year in the making for this Blood and Guts match. Uh, but man, is this going to be MJF taking Jericho's spot? Uh, Jericho says it's not that simple. I'm excited. I can't wait. This is going to be mm-hmm. wild. Mm -hmm. Speaking of what's going on next week, though, oh, guys, look, Mm -hmm. BTE trigger knocks off the Seidel brothers, the Young Bucks, they win. SCU comes out and interrupts. SCU says, hey, you are not the guys we thought we knew. We -hmm. are coming after those tag team titles. They'll be in a fatal four way tag match next week. But if SCU is successful, they go after the Young Bucks, they take the titles. Are they looking to be the first two time? tag team champions
1: well let me test let me tag in on that eric because does it count does that count
2: for two times uh sky does it count for two times well i
0: i i do not believe we or i should know actually we did not have a free (gasps) bird rule intact when frankie and i were the tag team champions uh, so, I don't think it does count. Who knows? But I will say this, and I know I'm jumping in on your tag. I'm like, seeing okay. your tag, like I'm tagging your shoulder. And I'm tag, yeah. In. Tag, yeah. Frankie and Chris are one of the best tag teams of the last 10, 15 years. They're were, they were two time tag team champions in Ring of Honor, two time tag team champions in Impact, and they have not been tag team champions in AEW yet. That is the one prize that I know they want to get. And if they don't, it's over they can never team up again so all the chips are on the line everything's on the line with this and 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 i've said before that when everything's on the line i'm always going to take the young bucks i don't know if i can do that wow
2: wow yeah james what do you think what do you think
0: about the
1: young bucks chance if it's scu this is this is really tough for me because and you know you can call me a heel lover whatever it is i admire the confidence of a of a wrestler in the ring okay scu an amazing legendary tag team and i know that they can pull it off that being said as much as people want to complain about the new attitude coming from the young bucks some of their best matches have been coming out of this newfound confidence that they have okay so it it hasn't distracted them at all as much as excalibur would like to say otherwise Mm -hmm. they've been pulling off some incredible matches and winning not necessarily handedly but i would say confidently so this is going to be a matchup and i don't know where i land okay on the respect side or the being impressed side i don't know but um it's going to be a matchup for sure oh, i can't one, I,
0: more ooh, yeah. one more quick point yeah more quick i want to make on this and and i feel like i need to have a pin but i don't have a pin so i'm going to use a plastic fork everybody <laughs> knows that when i have when i talk with a pin i feel mm-hmm. more intelligent i feel more like Certified. So now mm-hmm. you're
2: swinging a fork around. Yeah, but that's I've a fork. A plastic fork.
0: <laughs> I'm like, I'm like Abdullah the butcher here. Yeah. Um, nice. In order for Frankie and Chris to win this match, they don't need to be SCU. They need to be the addiction. That's Whoa! what we need to see. That's what we need to see. They wow. need to be the addiction.
2: Whoa. Right? all that right is, man, what a callback. I love yeah, that. Yeah, I know. Man. And with the fork in hand, no yeah, less. Right. Dang. All right. This is my last one because we have to okay. move on, but I have to bring this one up. Uh, Kingston and Moxley, jump Kenny Omega. I mean, there's more to it than that, but I oh, will almost break his ankle, but get promised a tag team matchup next week. It's going to be uh, Nakazawa and Omega against Moxley and Kingston. However, also announced on May 12th, will be John Moxley defending his IWGP United States champion against blue justice yuji nagata what is going on this forbidden door is blown wide open who do you have as a winner in that one i can't wait this is wild first of all the
0: name blue justice is freaking amazing okay Mm -hmm. i did not know about that yuji nagata uh when was the last time he was on tnt
2: 20, 20, something, 20 yeah. something years ago 20. 1998 probably way back then it was tony Schiavone going it's sting <laughs> so you know sometimes
1: time freezes
0: <laughs> former uh, iwgp heavyweight champion mm-hmm. uh legendary wrestler and uh and and he's taking on one of the best in the world uh john moxley for the united states championship so mm-hmm. this is going to be a historic night uh, i'm really excited for it mm-hmm. yeah
1: yeah uh, I'll just add in here. You know, I think it's interesting the 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 depths that Moxley uh, and Eddie have to go to to basically get these matches to happen. You know, they was guys a forced hand, and I don't know that it was true. I don't know how I feel about it, but I do think that it's going to set up for a very interesting match with Omega. um So I, I just something else, a little little button on there, a little question mark don't know how I feel about that strategy you know when it comes to earning your matches I like statistics that's been established I like fighting your way to the top and being able to point to the scoreboard and say you're the, you're the number one contender not unlike
2: Britt Baker oh come on who did that Are you kidding okay? me okay what is oh, not God. unlike this is that ridiculous we're talking about Yuji <laughs> Nagata what's happening <laughs> how did this happen
0: this is Britt Baker stand. This bit Britt Baker standing is is yeah is, that's a word is it's too too much I
1: can't oh I'm really oh hard. I'm sorry is it is it against the rules to appreciate someone who gets the W I don't think it should be okay
2: well it luck. should be it, yeah no kidding well guys that's it that's it for the hot tag hot tag segment Nagadasan mm-hmm. I know you're watching this uh, very excited <laughs> to watch you on uh, May twelfth uh, mm-hmm. let's give it to him Nagata Lock one Nagada Lock two Nagata Lock three I want to see them all. Let's go nuts. Uh, that's it for me. Okay, goodbye. Bye, Eric, thank you.
0: Maybe he will bust out of Nagata Lock 4. Whoa! We will see, I don't know. Next on the agenda, I, I there's a couple things I want to talk about in a little segment called What It Do Baby! <laughs> I love that we have a graphic for that. <laughs> oh yeah, we have a graphic for everything. We have a graphic for a graphic. Let's roll that graph. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, James, <laughs> did, you, did you see the UFC this past
1: I did not watch it uh, live, um, but I did, see, I did see a clip from it this morning.
0: <sighs> Brutal. Chris Weidman uh, throwing a leg roundhouse kick, unfortunately breaking his leg in his fight. And the irony of it was something about maybe eight years ago. This same thing happened with in a fight where Chris Weidman was fighting, probably my favorite fighter of all time, Anderson Silva. And this, mm-hmm. and in that case, Anderson Silva was the one that broke his leg. So just uh, you never like to see that happen, but uh, the irony of it uh, happening two times in a Weidman fight is just insane and obviously our prayers and go out to him but oh god so gross it's
1: it it was brutal i mean see anytime you see these injuries you're like how does he wait we are literally just a big bag of, of mush and bones right and when it doesn't go right it doesn't it goes really really bad so this fight this fight that was at the start of the match it like it was like bell rings right
0: and not a single punch is thrown and it's over you know, I don't know exactly when it happened in the fight, because I didn't see that fight. I came mm-hmm. in late on the pay-per-view. Uh, I saw the aftermath of that. Um, so I don't know exactly when it happened, but, I mean, the, the crazy thing about it was he threw that kick, mm-hmm. and uh, it was checked, and he didn't actually know that he broke his leg until he brought it back and tried yeah. to step down on top of it and realized yeah. there was nothing there, and it was just... Yeah. Uh, and then you saw, you saw um, uh, like his reaction to it. You know, I can't even imagine what that must be like to look down and see that. It's, it, it turns my stomach just thinking about it.
1: <laughs> it's, it's too late for this right now, but I would like to say for anyone watching and listening who is uncomfortable by this stuff, mm. Uh, I guess rewind and pretend that you didn't hear it. (laughs) I don't know what to tell you now. too late. Yeah, Yeah, it it is It is brutal. These injuries are always like so jarring. I don't know. And I'm not a doctor. I always feel like the hope is I did. I did notice that uh, he has released a video and he's like because he's obviously in the hospital and he's like he's okay, But you know, that's those are those are life changing injuries for athletes that that do that all the time and just. There's there's other stuff too where you think about anytime something like this happens, I think about how hard someone has to train for those fights. Like a professional fighter has to work so hard and like, oh, when you have this fight, um, it's in like eight months, so I'm training eight months for it. And then you go out there, you throw a kick, and then your leg explodes in half, and then that's the end of that's the end of the fight for you. And then I think about the the other guy who was just standing there, just standing there ready to go and then it goes then someone just goes you win and he's like okay all right um sure yeah I,
0: that's not the way you ever want to win you know yeah. like, i i fought myself you know i was i i had uh, four mma fights uh, not mm-hmm. at the professional level but uh, at the semi-pro level in los angeles uh and uh, as a matter of fact uh, i fought on the same card as uh current ufc fighter uh dominic reyes mm-hmm. and sonia um, deville actually fought on the same card um it was a it was a really high level company and you do train for two months you know Mm -hmm. it's it's all so much that goes into it it's tough and uh, I can't imagine what it would be like to train so hard and then have your fight end like that on either way I mean like Mm -hmm. you don't want to beat anyone like that and you certainly don't want to lose that way so just just a really really bad thing to happen on the other side of things in the main event Kamaru Usman uh, knocked out Masvidal uh, to retain his welterweight championship. The first time Masvidal was ever knocked out in his career. And uh, mm-hmm. Masvidal is a great, great fighter. Usman is a great, great fighter. Obviously getting better. Uh, pretty spectacular knockout there, uh, coming across with a, with the overhand right. Jumping away from UFC for a minute, mm-hmm. did you hear anything about this Floyd Mayweather-Logan Paul fight supposed to, that's supposed to be happening in the next couple of months?
1: I did. I did. And it's it, it, the reaction is is always the same again so i forget which paul is which i always forget which paul is which so logan jake was the one who just fought yes and now logan is going to be fighting floyd mayweather yes
0: i don't know a ton about logan paul i believe he's zero and one he lost Mm -hmm. to another youtuber Mm -hmm. Uh, but i mean he's fighting arguably the greatest fighter of all time (laughs) Yeah, uh, even though, you know, Floyd Mayweather is, I mean, he's 43, 44 years old, you know, he, mm-hmm. and he, he hasn't fought in two or three years. Personally, I, I like Floyd Mayweather. Uh, I, I love his style. I, I love his uh, approach to the game. and he, he never cheated the sport. Um, I don't like seeing him do fights like this, but I understand if you're going to make 10 or $20 million to fight a YouTube star, I mean, mm-hmm. I would do it. 10 or $20 million, I will fight anybody. And uh, <laughs> so I, 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 I get it. Um, mm-hmm. I'm just. We'll see. I mean, I, I, I guess I'll probably watch it, but I can. I don't know. The, it's going to be as. as the as, as the as
1: the as internet it. reaction is always the same, and it's a weird it's a weird cycle where it's announced. Everyone's reaction is finally the Paul insert first name last name Paul is going to get their butt kicked the way they <laughs> should get their butt kicked. And then fast forward to the fight, and there's a like shocking knockout, and then it's a bunch of people like around the around the ring, like yeah. holding their heads, just shocked. So uh, I I have no yep. no idea, you know. And and like you said, it's not like this is Floyd Mayweather in his prime. This nope. is you know this is him coming out for a paycheck. So we talk. About, I'm sure he's going to put effort into this fight, but I think the effort is making sure that contract gets signed, and you, they have your. You know banking routing information
0: well he fought a year or two ago in uh, in japan against mm-hmm. a, an actual a very good fighter but he was you know several white weight class classes below him and it was a an exhibition and floyd mayweather clearly didn't even train for that fight i mm-hmm. mean he was just like he was he had rolls and he was like mm-hmm. he was just clearly out of shape but that being said he knocked the guy down three times and stopped the fight so um you know mayweather Obviously, he's got a little bit left in the tank. I don't know. Obviously, he's not going to fight at the high level, but if mm-hmm. he's to fight Logan Paul, and yeah. it's something that obviously people are going to watch because anything with the name Something Paul mm-hmm. and Mayweather is going to sell. Pivoting yeah. for a second here here um, to another one of our segments. Mm-hmm. Something very interesting. Now on this show, we talk about me a lot. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I like it. And I know mm-hmm. people like it. But James. I am always interested to know what is going on with you. So we're gonna go with this other segment that we like to call 15 seconds with James. James, what's going on in your world? Well, let's, yeah, let's hit that
1: clock. I wanna see that, make sure that timer's up. All right, 15 seconds with James, here we go. There's a show called Cruel Summer. My wife started watching it. Episode three just came out. It is about this girl, three years of her life, how much she changes. She goes from having braces to being accused of like not helping someone who is kidnapped. What? Her life is in shambles. Oh, that's it. That was it. 15 (laughs)
0: seconds with James. So so the 15 seconds with James was uh, a segment where you're supposed to hear about what's going on in your life. And we just heard about what your wife's watching. (laughs) <laughs> Is that
1: what that was? And uh, not a lot going on. I mean, not a lot. Uh, going fingers on. crossed. Listen, fingers crossed for a, a, a cruel summer for me because uh, I don't have a lot going on. <sighs> well.
0: Maybe next week in uh, in the fifteen seconds we'll we'll, uh, get a little. Maybe we can hear the rest of that. I don't know. We're laughing.
1: We're laughing now, but all the cruel summer heads are gonna are gonna be like they talked about cruel summer, and then they're gonna flock to this podcast because they're gonna be like, oh my gosh, James. I mean, most of them are probably twelve. But they're gonna they're gonna listen and they're gonna watch and it's gonna be it's gonna be great you know they're gonna be a big fan. Are you
2: guys talking about a cruel summer?
1: Anymore? All right, okay, we, yeah, we're yeah we're talking about cruel summer. <laughs> is, is that the wife? I just That's thought, my wife. I just yeah.
0: Thought
1: I heard yeah. Another run in. <laughs> That's a, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she had a another chair. <laughs> she had a chair. I don't. Know. <laughs> oh boy, hopefully she doesn't oh. put me in a heel lock after this. Um. All right. Well. That was that was my time. Thank you so much for allowing me to share uh, my thoughts and concerns. But I think that's also all the time we have for this episode of Wrestling with the Week. Thank you guys so much, as always, for watching and listening. We got a lot of stuff planned for the upcoming episodes. We got a lot of amazing guests coming up Um, We're you know, I'm drafting an apology letter to no no specific legendary wrestler. but uh, and I and, but I'm hoping that that resolves itself quickly because I don't like looking over my shoulder. Um, but if you want to reach us, reach out, uh, hear from us. Make sure to follow us on all social medias: uh, pod Wrestling with the week. Um, and uh, please, we have some other segment ideas. We touched on at one time where Sky had a dream and then I analyzed it. We can analyze your dreams. We want it, so tweet us your dreams when you have them. We're not just talking about what you want to do, whether or not you want to fight one of the Paul brothers. We're talking about you have a weird dream. What did that mean? Let me figure it out. Easy. No, no problem. Um, but yeah, and then uh, you, can, you can hit us up on social media. You can uh, follow us individually at James Willems on Twitter, Scorpio Sky, uh, everywhere, right?
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Twitter, Instagram, and yeah. as a matter of fact, it's Scorpio Sky official on TikTok because I'm officially back on TikTok. So holler at your boy.
1: Oh boy. Maybe we should show off some of your best ticks and talks at oh. the weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. That'll be Look your 15 TikTok seconds. Moves. 15 yeah. seconds with James is just me reacting to what you posted on TikTok.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, thank you guys for that. On that note, we're gonna bring Eric back in for mm-hmm. what we like to
2: call
0: the finish.
2: Guys, we've had a lot of fun here today. It's been a crazy one. Uh, James is afraid of sting, not me. I know Scorpio Sky will protect me, so I have no fear whatsoever. Uh, But this is the end of the show in one word, or I guess, I mean, you just tell me like the phrase or what it's called. What is the workout that you will be focusing most on this week? James, let's start with you. The workout that I'll be focusing
1: most on this week uh let's say
2: I'm going to do bench press <laughs> muscles. I like it. Sky, what are you focusing on? Um
0: I I I think it's more than one word, but I'm going to call a, I'm going to call it a different workout. The one word is going to be curls. Not oh beautiful. God. Overhead curls, yeah.
2: If you're listening to this, <laughs> he's slapping himself on the back. <laughs> patting himself on the back, Barry Horowitz style. Guys, that's it. That's the show. We got to get out of here. We got to wrap it up. We can't just watch Sky pat himself on the back the whole time. We got to get out.
1: Cut it. Cut it. He's getting stronger. The more we keep the camera on him, he's getting stronger. Thank
2: you, everybody, for
1: watching. We'll see you next week.
0: Let's do it all you the one you the one do it all You the one do it all